This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Life's busy. Take this deck. There's heaps to do on it, like, um, polishing off this wine. That's tough. Life's pretty good with a Trex deck. Composite decking with no hard maintenance. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. And this is a segment of the show I look forward to every uh, Friday because I always leave it very well informed. Uh, it is harness racing time, uh, courtesy of uh, hrnz.co.nz. Go there if you want to know anything uh, about the harness racing industry. Otherwise, listen to this bloke, Michael Guerin. Good morning to you. Ian, down your way, down on the bay, there's going to be a wet track, but the, the Group 1 racing returns for the Gallopers before we get on to the harness. Tomorrow for, uh, for Tarzino Day. It's going to be a lot of fun for, for those of us watching on TV because, unfortunately, Smithy, there won't be many people on track. No, it's true, and it's a great shame because uh, always this day has been designated as Daffodil Day too, uh, Michael, which means uh, they get a lot of money. They have in the past got a lot of money on track from uh, donations, etc., from punters, and uh, it's always been amazingly successful. So uh, they're going to have to find that money from somewhere else, uh, the uh, Hawke's Bay Cancer Society, but they will. Uh, they're a very resolute bunch. So, uh, yeah, uh, harness racing this weekend, mate. Uh, they're racing tonight. There's 10 races at Addington. Uh, and then, of course, on Sunday, still down south, they go to Omaru. But can I just take you back last night? Uh, our pacing for purpose horse was obsession. I saw the race. We had 100 on the beak. What happened? Look, not too bad. She's only a two-year-old filly, and she's still coming back, Smithy. A lot of horses are coming back from, from long breaks this time of year, getting ready for the new season. And she probably wasn't ready to really rough and tumble, like be pushed around and, and sort of, you know, really dig deep. Think about yourself if you've been for, say, three runs and you're training for, you know, a, a race in three or four weeks' time. You're not really screwed down tight. Whereas the horse who beat her, Embers, or Ember, uh, had been racing over the winter, so was fitter and was a bigger, stronger, older horse. So it was a case of a horse like Obsession who might maybe a better horse longer term had only had the four starts or three starts for one win whereas Ember had had four career wins so very much your 25 year old rough and tumble NPC player coming up against a fast young kid who's 18 years old Uh, sometimes that doesn't work out well for the fast young kid who's 18 years old Okay, Addington tonight, we'll put that one to bed, Addington uh, tonight, 10 races and as I said Omaru on Sunday 10 races as well yeah, the, the big dance is on Maru. It, it's great to have harness racing at the elite level go to the regions. They have a race called the Hannon Memorial. Now, it's one of the great races in harness racing pre-cup. They have like six or seven pre-New Zealand Cup lead-up races. This is one of them. It's been won by horses like Monkey King and Bonnie's Chance and Blossom Lady over the years. So great horses win the Hannon Memorial. That's on Sunday. So the actual big bangers 
of harness racing, Smithy will be heading there. And it brings together two separate pools of horses. The Canterbury horses are already up and racing. So horses like Classy Brigade, who's the horse to beat on Sunday, they're up and racing. But the Southland horses, and Southland's an incredibly proud harness racing region, they joined the fray this week. They haven't been racing. They trialled last week in a trial won by a horse called Vintage Cheddar, and then they, they come on board. So we have the Southerners from the Deep South joining the Canterbury horses, and then the Auckland horses start racing in a couple of weeks. So when you put them all together, Smithy, it's one of the real strengths of harness racing is the parochialism between the regions, and that starts on Sunday, and that'll continue through to New Zealand Cup time. So real bonus for Omaru to have those horses from the Deep South here. It goes at 3.20 uh, on Sunday, and the Southerners are headed by Vintage Cheddar and Pembroke Playboy, along with Robbins Playboy. So a lot of Playboys down there on the Deep South. Whether they're fit enough to be Classy Brigade is probably doubtful. Well, the market is uh, dominated by the two you've just mentioned, uh, Pembroke Playboy uh, with the Nathan Williamson connection, Classic Brigade uh, with the Dunn connection, and right down the bottom, or further down the road, Henry Hubert for, for uh, Tim Williams and, and Robert and Jenna Dunn. Yeah, he missed away last week, Henry Hubert. He's a horse who can win, but the problem for him on Sunday, Smithy, is Vintage Cheddar's good from a standing start. So is Pembroke Playboy. So is Classy Brigade. So lots of horses drawn down low are likely to step well. So even if he steps well, he's going to be wider on the track. And unless he makes a real flyer, he'll have to pull back inside those horses. So these early season races, the horses who step well get on the marker pegs and get the best run. It's crucial because horses aren't fit enough to be out racing hard and overcome the disadvantage of being behind horses at the start or even starting the last 800. So standing start, man, is absolutely crucial. That's Omaru on Sunday, the road to the New Zealand Cup where some of the big names, including defending champion Self-Assured, are just starting to come back to the trials now. Now, Addington tonight has some good races, but it's a little bit of a lower-class card because some of the bigger names are heading to Omaru. Um, Horse in race two called Sing To Me has to be a really good chance tonight. For those who, who feel like having a responsible bet, Sing To Me. And the other person to follow tonight is Crandall Getty. Cran's had a relatively quiet start to the spring. He hasn't been lining up a lot of horses, but he's going to start lining up a lot more now. And uh, he's had one of his best ones tonight. Sugar Me's been scratched out of the seventh on the card, but he's still got a few floating around tonight who are worth following. So the Duns are the inform stable. Uh, Crandall Giddy's going to start winding out a few more of his very shortly. And of course, the other big news of the Harness Racing Week was that champion trainer, and that's Almost an understatement because he may be the best ever. Mark Purden announcing on Tuesday after a 10-month sabbatical away from full-time training, he will return to training on October the 1st. And that's that's big stuff, Smithy. He's going to go back into partnership with Hayden Cullen for three months to give Hayden mm. the acknowledgement of racing horses over cup time. And then his partner, Natalie Rasmussen, will join him back in full-time training from January the 1st. They've had a break. They've spent plenty of time away from racing. They've done lots of other things in their life. And now they've got their appetite back. I admire anybody, Smithy, who can do that at the pinnacle of their career, take that time for themselves and to, to enjoy life. And he's coming back refreshed. So that's going to dynamically change the landscape of New Zealand harness racing once again.
Sure will. Absolutely sure will. I think that is fantastic news. Uh, look, Mick, you've got a, a very busy weekend um, uh, uh, with us here on SENZ. First of all, uh, the mail run is three hours tomorrow, which is a great group one day, so plenty to talk about there. And then you, yeah, that's with Louie. And then, of course, uh, Trot's Talk Midday Sunday with uh, Greg O'Connor when you can really focus it on Omaru. Yeah, we'll get right stuck into Omaru. We'll talk to three or four of the trainers and drivers involved, Smithy. So we'll get right to the bottom of it. The trot, at Trot's Talks is uh, 12 o'clock. There's a chance to win a bonus bet as well. It's just a lot of fun, and, and we, we tend to get into the real minutiae of it. We'll talk to Mark Purden about his comeback. He hasn't done many interviews on radio about it, but we'll talk to Mark Purden and say, hey, what was it like taking a break? What's it like coming back to it? And then tomorrow on the mail run, we have a huge guest list. Oh, we've got so many people coming in from all around New Zealand, including the South Island and Australia. We'll talk to Bernard Saundry about the fact that mm. in Victoria, you can no longer be part of the racing industry unless you're double vaccinated. And do they have plans for that in New Zealand? I don't know, Smithy. We're going to ask him all those questions, and we're going to try and find you a stack of winners. We're going to fast call, the fast lane, we call it, calling all these uh, jockeys and trainers. It's going to be a massive show tomorrow. New Zealand Racing deserves good radio on a Saturday morning. It's race day. Group one racing there, but also questions around things like Tiara for the jumpers on Sunday, and do we ever see jumps racing over the hill at Ellerslie? Because with the COVID restrictions, can we hold the Great Northern on the first week in October? Smithy, all of that with your man, Louis, tomorrow morning, kicking off at 8am. Can I just leave you with some uh, relatively good news as I look out the window, Michael, that uh, the sky has looked as clear and as bright as it has as it now as it has for the last two days. So just maybe, just maybe, eh? Well, Smithy, the track's now a slow eight. So this time of year when the weather doesn't get super hot, the best it's going to come back to is a slow seven. Slow seven, slow eight, most of these horses start. If it rains more down your way this weekend, gets to a nine, that's when people start not putting them on the truck for Matamata or Cambridge. Really interesting 24 hours. We'll discuss all of it tomorrow morning. Just after eight o'clock on the mail run, we'll have for you the updated and official track conditions for Tarsino Day. On the harness racing front, if you feel like having a bet, all the odds available on tab.co.nz for tonight. And some of the markets open for the big dance at Omaru on Sunday. Michael Guerin, as usual, thank you very much. Have a wonderful weekend on the punt and on the radio, more importantly.